Welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and you are here for the Mandalorian rewatch. It's the last week. It's the last week of the rewatch before we get new episodes of the Mandalorian. And to celebrate this occasion, of course, I would have nobody else with me besides Joseph George. What's up, buddy? What's up? The baby Yoda connoisseur himself. I see that. You got your name in the chat and everything, baby Yoda mm-hmm. connoisseur. Oh, yeah. I've got uh, Miles Buttress. How you doing, bud? Doing well. Good, good, good. And then below me on the screen that I can see and you cannot, got Kyler Barnett. What's up, buddy? Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Sorry, I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith today. Or Return of the Sith had to... Revenge of the Sith is... Yeah, it's Revenge. Sorry. I, I do love time. Return of the Sith myself. <laughs> All right, you know, Return all right. of the Jedi was all good. Right. Come on, I really, I really enjoyed the Revenge of the Jedi. Actually, well, Return of the Jedi was almost called Revenge of the Jedi. This is true. But then George Lucas realized it would have been a massive or- oversight to be like the Jedi got revenge because that doesn't make <laughs> any sense. I wish I would have had one of those posters because it would Dude, be the Revenge of the Jedi poster is killer. It yeah. is so cool. You guys ready for the uh, Mandalorian? Season one, episode eight. Let's Rewatch right now, guys. We're gonna do it. a commentary, another live commentary, just like we did last week. I'm gonna count us in from three. We're gonna go three, two, one. Punch, punch it. it. And on punch it, you're gonna you're gonna press play. You're gonna, you're, you're, you're you're gonna punch it. You're gonna punch it. And uh, so get it queued back up to zero. Not gonna skip the recap or anything. Some of us need it. And then uh. We'll just, we'll just, we'll get rolling. Cause I'm fucking ready. Let's just jump into it. Let's do it. So, in three, two, one, punch it. Got that beautiful Disney Plus logo and then taking us, uh, I noticed when I watched this earlier that, uh, most of this recap is about the Empire. Oh, so we're switching the focus. Yeah, that is anytime, anytime they mention like anytime they've mentioned the empire throughout this season, they've they show it in this recap, like here with the heavy infantry. Didn't yeah. you say that that guy talking to Mando was voiced by John Favreau? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I because now that I I remembered that and hearing him talk, it was like, oh, it's oh, so I John totally... Favreau. Yeah. Is he this in the suit word. himself? Um, that wouldn't surprise me. That's a pretty big fucking dude in that suit. Yeah. And John Favreau is a pretty big dude now. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna wanna hold up on direction. I'm just gonna go out there real quick, guys. Just give me a sec. I have acting to do. <laughs> of course. The client's voice. Oh, I love it. I love it. Of course, we got that kick-ass TIE fighter landing. Mm-hmm. And the greatest oh, speeder bike action. Dang. That poor the way guy. they just scooped him up like a fumble really pisses me I off. I know. Pisses me off. And we get very quick mention of that in this episode. Uh, Lucasfilm LTD. This Wait. intro is incredible. I love it. I just love it. Every time. Vader. Oh, Kylo, R2-D2. And I'm not sure who that one was, but... You know, I thought that the the blue light was to represent the good people, and the red was, ah, you know, to represent that bad. Would make but, sense. but Mando 
is Could have been Boba. Oh, very true. Open on these speeder bikes. These two fucking guys. The most hated stormtroopers on the face of the fucking planet because of what they do here in a few moments. This music, though. Oh, gorgeous. Mm, it's, it got a good beat to it. It kind of reminds me of Black Panther. That would make sense as it was created by Ludwig Gordonson, mm. the guy who also created the soundtrack for Black Panther. I feel like we've already been ama- I've already been amazed by that once in this uh, rewatch series. You have. I'm pretty <laughs> you have sure. Indeed. These guys are voiced by Jason Sudeikis and Adam Paul. Jason Sudeikis? He's the one talking right now, yeah. He's a Scout Trooper 1. He's the first one to hit Baby Yoda. The other guy is the guy, if you've seen Iron Man 3, which I know you all have, uh, that when Robert Downey Jr. is hiding in the back of the van, the guy who opens it, that's the other, and is like all excited and is oh. modeling himself entirely after RDJ. That hmm. is the guy on the left. Man. I love that they're like, Moff Gideon killed a whole battalion as soon as he arrived? Jesus. Just the way he hits him. I'm like, pissed. And he's I'm just pissed. in a bag. Like, what a dick. <laughs> I get that point. <laughs> I love this. This is probably the the funniest episode in the entire season. I do like it. You know, the this right here, the trying to sh- just shoot one thing and g- going four feet to the right. <laughs> Stormtroopers never could, never could hit the target. It's just that bad know, DNA. Yeah, I've been s- sick for the last couple of days, so I've been rewatching so, the Star Wars so movies. So my question is, is okay. that when they go through training, like boot camp or whatever, and they all suck at shooting then, or is everyone there just like, yeah, yeah, they get to come on in. Or are they, like, <laughs> incredibly talented in the boot camp and just can't even clutch up at all when it's necessary? I uh, I think it's just a matter of, like, never having actually properly trained them. They were just like, we'll raise you in the Empire, then we'll throw you in suits. And because we have such immense numbers, it doesn't really mm-hmm. fucking matter how good you are. Yeah, it's just – it's one of those things. It doesn't matter how accurately you shoot as long as there's – a you know, hundred people shooting lasers at people. I just like to imagine that one of them, like a guy, hits like one target out of like ten, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like he's a stud. He's our sniper, like top prospect. I mean, you would think, like you know, Django, he's a pretty good shot. Maybe yeah, they but just, not like all these guys are clone troopers. That's true. Not all these guys are clones. Some of them are those that were picked up well, when they were young and just at, programmed. At this point, none of them are clones anymore, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. None of them would be clones anymore because this is five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, this is – yeah, the, pretty much as soon as the Empire became the Empire, they said, fuck Dang, clones. Oh, what a hit, awful. dude. Fuck that guy. Joe, yeah, that was a hit. This right here. Mm. I am IG-11. <laughs> mm. Oh, and he, does he bitch these guys? Just bitches these guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, nurse. Yeah, I would be and sus. He, do you think he purposely missed there? No. I, I think I think he was planning yeah. on purposely missing, so in order to do it, he acted like he was gonna shoot him. Dude, and then IG eleven just doing I don't know, thing. I think I think that shot was like to scare him. Like, go yeah, away. I think it was too. I think, I think it was a go away shot, but in order to be sure that he missed, he just aimed at him. Oh, I got you. <laughs> it's like I've never the been only able guaranteed to do way to miss the shot is to aim directly at him. 
That's true. What do you think Baby Yoda's thinking right now? Because IG-11, last time you saw him, was basically trying to kill... Well, I guess not last time, but... I guess IG-11's like Baby Yoda's mom, when you think about it, because they, <laughs> they were the first ones to find him. Oh, that's kind of funny. So that's actually he's kind like, of a valid point. Mom? Yeah. And, yeah, he probably doesn't know that IG-11 was trying to kill him the first time that it happened. Probably not. It's true. Man, <laughs> Baby Yoda just saw Mando obliterate his mom. <laughs> Tells them about the covert, which is uh, extremely important later. Moff Gideon is uh, an incredibly talented dude, and he's about to put put it on display here in a little bit. Incredibly informed. He knows and a lot of things. That beat coming back in. Eh. Love it. You have to love it. Oh, yeah. Man, this gun. <laughs> the E-Web, man. Ooh. No point on here. Hold up. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fuck with an E-Web. <laughs> Carter knew. Carter knew, man. He's like, fuck this. I'm out. Goodbye, guys. He's just going to walk over. out there and give it up. But, I mean, he just said, there's no hope for us. It's over. Try to get this vent open. Completely fucking panic. Car's like, fuck it. Which- I mean, is the reasonable response there to just completely panic? Oh, no oh, doubt. Yeah. And Moff Gideon makes sure to mention that here in a second. He's like, you'll see. This is a live commentary. I don't have to repeat the things they say. I'm sure that won't be enjoyable commentary. <laughs> just blasting that thing. What do you think Moff Gideon's thinking there? Like, are they shooting each other? No, he's like, probably like, right here. Your astute oh, panic okay, suggests okay. that you understand your situation. <laughs> he's like, you know you're fucked. <laughs> so come on out and we can work this out. And I just I want to listen to him talk every time he's speaking, oh, yeah. you know. He's he's got that gravitas to him. What a word. But true. You see this? Kara is from Alderaan, which means she definitely knows Leia. Mhm. Oh. <laughs> Well, she was also a rebel, so I know she knows Leia. But, like, do they go further back because she's from Alderaan? I mean, it doesn't – there's no guarantee she knows Leia. But she does because it's Star Wars. And, I'm you pretty know, sure everyone in the character. Rebellion knew who Leia yeah. Organa was. Well, okay, yeah. Really? She probably knew who she was, but she probably doesn't, like, know her. Like, it's That's not fair. like if she I mean, saw it's, Leia, it's she'd be big like, planet and Leia. Big rebellion. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Fuck it. Yeah. Do Leia and her chill? Maybe they grew know. up together, you know? That's what I was going to say is it's the Star Wars, though, so – all important characters from the same planet obviously know each other. They know each other, obviously. Yeah. Oh, and he also just uh, threw out Mando's real name for the first time ever. We'd never heard Din Djarin. Man, this dude just knows everything. What a mysterious guy. We know nothing about him, but he knows everything about everyone. Well, surprisingly enough, upon rewatch, I didn't realize that Mando knows a little bit about Moff Gideon. More than I had anticipated. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's brutal. Man. Homie is just relentless. Like, he is ruthless. He will kill you without a second thought. He's a lot like Vader in that way, just not as informed oh, yeah. or smart. <laughs> or talkative. Vader's yeah. more, let's fight. And Moth Canyon's like, well, you're going to die either way, so... 
<laughs> do you want it to go and, easy or hard? Well, I think Vader, it's, Vader never stuck to his deals. No, well, and I think it's part of like he said, like I'll use you until I no longer need you, and then immediately betray you. Vader, yeah, he exactly. needs them right now. Vader never needed anyone. <laughs> you're That's you're right. Because Vader was always just, I'm more powerful than you and will destroy you and have no need to seek your assistance. <laughs> Man. Mando right here is about to explain how he knows Moff. Have you guys ever heard of a mind flare in Star Wars? Is that something that's been seen before? Or am I... Is that is that the thing in Rogue One that uh, uh, Saw Gerrera sicks on that one guy to figure out the guy who's fled from the Empire? Bodhi? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. That's what she just mentioned as she was going to get. She said they'll hook yeah. me up to a mind flare. So I was just curious. Oh, and this. We get the full flashback here. The most important thing in the entire Mandalorian's life. The show you wouldn't know? be a thing if this didn't happen, sadly. What's interesting about this, too, is that, like, I knew the Separatists were the bad guys, obviously, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize they were just, like. Like. I'm going to mow everyone brutally down. brutally massacring yeah. people, you know? Like, I thought they were trying to, like, recruit people to their side and show that they were, like, the better alternative to the Republic. And mm-hmm. I don't well, think I, massacres are the best way to portray that. I think and they I, were at the beginning, but towards the end, like, the entire purpose of the separatist movement was just to, like, create as much fear as possible so that way people were more accepting of... The Empire. The, the Empire. Right. Dude, yeah. those big right. battle droids are so much scarier in this episode than they ever oh, were in any one. other movie. I noticed that earlier today when I was watching Revenge of the Sith. Because, like, they're like, that nothing. Yeah. Don't- yeah, and they get clapped by R2-D2. And that's not saying that R2-D2 isn't smart. But, like, in terms they- of physical and, like, ability, how does <laughs> R2-D2 beat you? Yeah, they just they get fucked by literally everyone. I don't know. They just see bigger in this than like the movies. More looming, you know. Just yeah, uh, like Jedi. They they portray them scarier here because Mando has a fear of droids forever because of this. Like they have the camera angle is way lower. It's also probably because it's like comparing them to regular people and not like Jedi who are just gonna that's true rip them to shreds. Man, that reach out with the hand—that's so sad. This would suck, for sure. Oh, God. I don't know of another worse thing. Also, oh. I feel like they should have just like closed it all the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they... Don't left know why a they giant didn't, ass crack. Were... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. Run, run! What's up, bitch? Get got. Love this. That music. Oh, that music, gosh. bro. The like alien guitar like solo, a, electric guitar solo yeah. version of the theme. That's this, killer. This could be a hit, like a hit song. If some, like, just a band took it and just. Oh and man, this is a Death Watch Mandalorian. Really, the, the Clone Wars. This is a these that all came here. I believe are Death Watch Mandalorians. Huh. Which they were never necessarily the good guys, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think they were extremely anti-separatist, so they were kind of anti-everything except yeah. for Death Watch Mandalorians. So it was kind yeah. of like, we'll do what we want. I didn't even realize that or think about it. I thought they were just some old Mandalorians. Do you think Mandalorian, like, do you think our Mandalorian had a relationship with this guy at all? Like a father I figure do. type thing? 
I do because later in the episode, the armorer tells Mando that Baby Yoda is a foundling and that you will look after him as his father. This is the way. So I'm assuming that whoever mm. finds the kid, okay, you raise that. You raise that kid. Right here, an ISB officer. Remember uh, Callus and Rebels? Maybe that guy was an ISB officer. If we're looking for a comparison, oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. He opens the bottle. I I would just. Chug. Oh, dudes! I love that Karga's drinking here. This is another one of those examples of a funny, oh, yeah. funny little thing that Take a YTT would think to put in an episode. Is it just me or does does um, Grief Karga and oh shoot, we were just talking about oh Lando. Is it just me or are they just so similar? Aww. Like they just seem so similar. I don't know. I wouldn't just take shots. I would like in just so many take different ways and just down it. If I was in this situation. What did you do? I nurse and protect. Fucking... This is the coolest droid sequence we ever get. And honestly, the most fulfilling droid episode that's ever happened. Oh, uh, In any Star Wars property ever. Oh, this part is so cool. Dude, just the best. Oh, baby laughing. And he's just laughing. He's like, haha, look at all these imps die. Haha, kill them all. Kill them all, mom. I like how there's just an immediate distraction. Like every true Every single one of them takes a look. Oh, the why didn't he hit like... the Jawa? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that IG-11 just tears through these guys. I mean, he's built different. He can go 360 and just keep shooting. <laughs> this makes me shot. like afraid of like, why haven't IG hunters been used like everywhere ever? Oh, yeah. The fact he's riding in hot with Yoda on his chest, really? There. Oh, okay. He turns around. Ooh, this, oh, this. What a stud. The bail. God, I love it. See, but now he's on his chest again. It's, it is a. There's no real good cover when you're in a firefight and you have a baby strapped to you. Oh, so badass. God, so cool. So fucking cool. That convention or group, they're all just going to get mowed down. But they don't Dude. care. Dude. God, that's so cool. Oh, man. These darker uh, stormtroopers, the ones in the like sh- like shinier armor, they are pretty yeah. badass. I'm not going to lie. They're actually kind they of... Actually, they look like of, they know what they're doing. Yeah, kind of fucking with Mando's shit a little. Just a little. Oh, this is... Mm-hmm. What a fucking... He takes the E-Web and does it himself. I think that thing would be pretty heavy, and it's pretty impressive that he can just There's lift actually it up a part and... in... Uh, in the making of where they talk about how that's like completely weightless. So they have to make it look heavy when they're acting. Hmm. Which is honestly just as impressive as lifting a giant. Heavy oh, object. 100%. It's not easy to look like you're struggling to lift something. Yeah, this, uh, I thought Cara Dune was done here. Not going to lie. I yeah. thought that because Mando got separated from her, maybe this was where she went down. And like I like how gonna... Moff just watches like... <laughs> oh, this man doesn't give a fuck, bro. He still has all the confidence that he's going to fuck him up. <laughs> 100%. He's like, nobody is going to shoot me right here. And I know this. Oh, dude. 
She just bitches those dudes. <laughs> In the dome. It looks like he's aiming for a soft spot. Boop. Oh. I forgot that happened when I rewatched this. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why he's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just kind of lost in the action. Like, oh, exactly. there's so much going just, on, like, and you're so like, much wait, happening. why is he messed up again? And I love that Kara comes out here, and she's like, yep, I'm going to grab him. How strong Fuck is Kara? Because, like, damn. Dude, she's, she actually did this. Like, actually, she... She was formerly a UFC wrestler, too. Yeah, she just straight up carried him. That's not That's not easy. No, not at all. With all Austin that... Was like, Fuck, they were all just out here, and you didn't kill them? <sighs> Burn them out. This is a... Uh... Maybe the most momentous moment in the uh, series. Not gonna lie. God, there's so much that happens in this episode. I feel like it was almost over. Like 20 minutes in. It's glorious. But there's still so much more to happen. Exactly. I love that Carl really, really cares, you know? But again, I think it's more of a soldier's respect and uh, admiration for one of one another than it is a, a lovey-dovey thing. Agreed. Maybe it's both. I just really don't think they'd go that route. I kind of hope they do. I just don't <laughs> think Cara Dune's the relationship type. That's true. And I don't think Mandalorian is the relationship type. <laughs> well, but they're like perfect for each other because they're both shit. not bad. So dope. Is that an Ahsoka trooper? <laughs> <laughs> you mean because Shorty fire burning? No, because of the helmet. And hey, this episode of Mandalorian sponsored by Elon Musk and uh, whatever company <laughs> the boring claims company. Yep, yep, that's it. Amanda really thought this was it for him too. I mean, I wouldn't be feeling good. Yeah, but it's like also impressive that like he's not like this droid probably has some way to help me, and Mm -hmm. I can take my helmet off in front of this droid. Like it's not a living thing, bro. It's not a huge leap to think about that. They'd never made a, a trooper of any kind look as scary. Man, I. Yeah, I would not mess with this dude. This shot right here. Oh. With Baby Yoda sticking his arms up. We get it I right thought he was going to get fried to a crisp. It <laughs> smells so good right here, but oh, it did not happen. It's a nice Yoda bacon. <clears throat> Bro. Oh, that shot. Oh, man. The reflection of the fire. This kid is so powerful. Man. And he catches his first body. I feel like the fact that they made that stormtrooper look so menacing walking in, it was just guaranteeing his death. I mean, he was dead uh, anyway, but it was guaranteeing it. A little well, I feel down. like it was just like going to make whatever Baby Yoda did that much more badass. Yeah. I think this shows how powerful Yoda is, like actual Yoda. Oh, yeah, because, because Baby like, Yoda this, this powerful kid could like, do this. Yeah. Yeah. God, I can't wait to see Baby Yoda doing on ketamine doing – 980s in the air. <laughs> I had I had a thought. Okay, so you know how Yoda at 900 has like really thin, wispy white hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think Baby Yoda's just gonna have a full fucking? I hope he has a flow. 
just a full fucking black head of hair. I think an afro on Yoda with just two ears sticking out of the afro would be hilarious. I don't think, uh, like, that is an interesting, uh, like, design thing idea, though. Like, does he just always have white hair then? I think Yoda with any amount of hair on him at all, outside of the, like, wispy white at the top, would be great. Just funny yeah. to look at. Maybe a bullet. <laughs> I like how Mando's really, really trying hard not to trust this guy. Man, he's a nurse droid. Came back. Holds him at gunpoint. <laughs> it's like, man, dude, I'm not a living thing, bro. You can take your helmet off in front of me, guy. <laughs> Chill a little bit, cuz. I'm your child's kinda, mother. He, IG just kind of degraded himself, you know? Like, I'm not, I am not a living thing. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of degrading like, to say. But I think all of the droids, like, they know they aren't. He looks like my grandma's neighbor. <laughs> hey, Danny. <laughs> Man, Danny? I I never look at a cast before I watch the show, and I didn't know it was him. So I, I pictured him on my head way differently, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god. Like, like I would have never Viper. expected this. Yeah, like, man. See, I knew who it was, so every single time I pictured him, all I could picture was him getting his skull popped. His, yeah, <laughs> like a watermelon. IG-11 just grabs him there and just... <laughs> <laughs> cracks his head open like an egg. And then I did this! Squash. Squash. Say it. Man, that back to spray is... That's some awesome stuff. Reminds me of stuff Tony Stark uses mm-hmm. in Infinity War. Kind of like in the Kingsman. I don't know if you've seen it, but like the – what are they called? Like the a- acro gel or afro gel? Uh, you and the afros tonight. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know I what you're talking about, Trevor. I didn't mean for that to happen, but <laughs> we need to develop that technology quick. I just get lost in it, you know. Can't take my eyes off, and sometimes I don't speak. Ah, fuck. And he about to find a pile of his homies' helmets. That's so cool, like the vision he has. Oh yeah, he can see... Anything he wants to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's Star Wars. Like, I mean, if they need it, they can just kind of throw it in there and be like, "Yep, I like, yeah, I have this technology as yeah. well." <laughs> yeah. Man, that oh. would not be a cool thing to see. This is the no. first time we really feel like Mandalorians like can get got to keep using that yeah. phrase. Like, yeah, because like they seem they so unfuck. With, they seem so unfuckwithable. And the dis- disrespect of stacking everything just in one pile, too. Like, they didn't just kill them. They took off everything on their body and stacked it in one pile. I wonder if – you remember the one man, like, one of them that was, like, a dick to him? Yeah. What if he just finds his helmet and is like, haha, fuck you? Yeah, I don't Maybe think he's I have a feeling that, that one is one of the guys who made it off planet. I, I like to believe that, too. Just because they'll they'll want to. I'm assuming he'll come into contact with another Mandalorian at some point. And mm-hmm. That's one we know well enough on like first sight, you know. 
I love that Karga's like, yo, these bounty hunters don't give a fuck about you guys. The armorer! She's a legend. A legend! Mm. Legend Mando. Actually, thinking about it, the fact that all that stuff's there, they might not have piled it all up as like a disrespectful thing. She might have gathered it all to I think she did. forge it all down. Mm. Like, I don't think it was the Imperials being like, fuck all of you. That'd be a lot funnier, though. Be yeah, I do like I'll, I do like thinking that more. <laughs> but if that's that was why, the case, that's why I, don't... I, what, I, I had the same thought earlier when you were posing your theory. But I was like, he seems to really like this one, and it is funny. <laughs> I like it. I, if that was the case, I don't think she would be down there because I think she would be in the pile as well. <laughs> okay, that's well. How did she survive? You think? Like... I think she's just that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's fair she's point. Just, she's just badder than everybody, you know. Damn. That is a good question, though, because, like, realistically, that's probably not the case. She, like, I, she, there's no way she fought all these dudes off unless, like, maybe there was a big battle in which a lot of stormtroopers died, too. I don't know. Maybe she just threw them all in that fire pit. She does that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I was thinking that happened. I couldn't I mean, remember. Like, they're just gone after that. Like, just no incinerated. Evidence. Yeah, no gone evidence at all. Ever. Its species can move objects with its mind. Do you know what the fuck that is? <laughs> Do you know what this means? Man. We're rich, no. <laughs> Emily Swallow was uh, talking in an interview about how it wasn't confirmed whether or not they were actually going to say Jedi mm-hmm. in this series. And when she found out that she gets she got to say it, she was like extremely hyped. She'd How like, do you oh, think she knows of the Jedi? Do you think she just heard, like, tales? Or... Oh, yeah, just history, I think, because, like she said, it was the first Mandalorians who battled the Jedi. Mm. I think oh. she, I, I would assume she's probably like oh, the I want season two to come out so more. bad. I want it all so, so bad. bad. I, them talking about delivering it to the creature, like, just a whole bunch of Yodas around, dude. Then I really hope Luke's Jedi training camp comes into play. I just... I want them to finally, like, give, like, a planet and a name to the Yoda species. I don't know that they ever do. I don't think they will. I think think Yoda, baby Yoda, is returned to Jedi. I don't think, uh, I don't think he actually makes it back to his species. Unless, like, that's, like, a plan for way down the line. Yeah. I just, I I want them to, but I don't think they will, just because I think that's, like, George Lucas's, like, big, like, like, big fuck you to everyone. It's like, you'll never know what they're called. I'm the only one that will ever know. (laughs) What if, like, there's a ton of them, but they only send, like, their two strongest out into the world? At any time. Like, yeah. So, like, baby, they only, you know, a male and a female, so they can, like, reproduce the stronger one. Ah. And that's why, like, Baby Yoda came out is because, like, both uh, Yoda and the other one is dead. So, that means there's another female Baby Yoda running around. One would think. And he gets his signet, the Mm mudhorn. Which we, he was almost given earlier. Mm-hmm. But he was like, That's so I cool. can't take it. I was helped by an enemy. Why? He did not know he was my enemy. And then he was like, she said, like, that's such a cool sig- like mm-hmm. signal of their connection there, too. Because he's like, this kid helped me with that kill. He's you know? no longer the enemy. 
He is no longer the enemy. He is he is a clan of two. He is one with me. You know, I love. He that. is friend. <laughs> he, he he is baby. Kara not finding him cute at all is just makes so much sense. She just seems so anti. Like, oh, she's not a she's not a baby person. No, she want to eat him. I think. I don't. I don't think Kara Dune's a, a other living creature person, except when necessary. <laughs> I agree. I think this uh, kinship she struck up with uh, Mando was kind of a surprise to her. Yeah, kind of a one of a kind thing. And maybe that's why because they I think fall they're in both love. like that. Just saying, they're gonna fall in love. You want to take bets over and under? I guess it's not really an over under. It's just if they fall in love or not. <laughs> I just doubt it. <laughs> I just doubt it. Yeah. I love that IG Eleven came around that corner. Was like, yeah, I just killed all of them. <laughs> He's like, all right, we're good to go. We got some more time off. See, and like this poses a uh, an interesting dilemma as a uh, podcaster about Mandalorian. Do we refer to him from now on as Din? No, no. We know his Mando. name though. It's Mando. Mando. That's not his name. Baby Yoda's not his name. I guess we don't know his name. Ah, yeah. oh, crap. Even even if they give us a name for Baby Yoda, he's still Baby Yoda. They can give us a name, but that's not his real name. What if it's like a real... I guess nothing's really cuter than Baby Yoda. No. Bro, I'm low-key worried about the future of Baby Yoda. Like, what happens when he's, he's like, starting to be able to talk? Hi. Oh, be great. What's Hi, his Nando. voice going to sound like? Nothing will sound right. No. <laughs> Nothing will sound right. And we're just going to have to accept that now. Hi, Dad. Thinking about it, the only way I call Baby Yoda anything other than Baby Yoda is if it's something like a Babu Frick type name. That's just so great. Something that you I just can't deny. Yeah. yeah. God, the armor is such a badass. There he yes, goes. I love that. That she goodbye. Just, just melt away. Wait a minute. Will he talk like Baby Yoda? I am, or will he speak regular English? I think. I think he will speak. Whatever's normal. I think Yoda forced himself to talk. Like no, that. I think it's a it's a Yoda like species trait that they all speak. I, but Yoda. imagine that language is inherited, though. No, like he had to have taught no, himself. It's to not look. because humans they just listen to it so much that that's how they talk. And if you're born in the South, like America, like South United States, you have a Southern accent. So I like, always had the thought that Yoda is like 900 years old. He lived through like the High Republic. He lived through like a very prestigious and that'd be a Great that's how they everyone spoke. 400 years ago spoke like that yeah like i when, think that's i think like when we see like a high republic series more hope, people will talk like that yeah I, if they make him talk like yoda i don't think that's that makes any sense at all i don't think i could watch a full movie of everyone speaking like yoda does i love that <laughs> oh, Cara Dune is i think like i would break after about 15 minutes of it i love yeah, how Cara dune is just blasting away with baby yoda just a mere inches from the barrel of this weapon <laughs> she's not the not the responsible parent this might be the coolest r2 droid other than r2d2 like it's oh. a it's like a humanoid form yeah you ever notice how incapable any other r2 unit is <laughs> like r4 at the beginning of revenge of the sith is just an utter just failure his, his, his fucking dome peeled back <laughs> literally i want i want them in whatever movies they next they make next if they create like a any like future movies with r2d2 in it i want r2d2 to be a man like this dude i mean it'd be they'd be so much more useful i guess they wouldn't really pop in you know the ships as easily but ah I want R2D2 to figure out a mechanical way to like get them to like 
<laughs> exert their limbs and then store them back inside their little body. You know? I want R2-D2 to be able to fist I fight. I want something. one of those little lava things. One of those little lava creatures. Oh, they were so cute. <sighs> that boat's got to get hot, right? I feel I... like lava would also be lighting yeah. up a lot hotter on a thermal scope. I also feel like they would be a lot hotter sitting this close to lava. Eh, you know, fuck it. Because, like, actual people now, if they get even close to lava, they have to wear, like, giant suits. I feel like Cara Cara Dune would just be on fire right now. Bro, she just... She's like, yo, how about you chill the fuck out? (laughs) Mando's about to get real in his feels about losing IG-11. Oh, no. From episode one, activate self-destruct sequence. Mm Mm-hmm. My menu picture. Man. No. <laughs> Carver's like, yo, can we get the fuck out of here? <laughs> everyone let me uh everyone see the predicament we're in? Man, this is the most emotional we see Mando get all serious. And it's from a droid, too. Which which is very, very important, actually, considering this season started with his pure hatred, hatred yeah. of droids. He like he will not let this man go, either. He, he pushes this for a second. Oh, what a great line. And you will live, and I will have served my purpose. Is this more emotional than the C-3PO moment? In- no. For me? No. Um, see, I, 3PO's just got a lot more history to him. Yeah. But like, the yeah. thing is, I never I never really thought 3PO was going to be gone, gone. Oh, yeah. I did. I actually, like, there- I kind of, okay, I didn't tear up, but, like, I was like, damn, like, this is actually kind of sad. Whenever he yeah. was I like. Liked, I liked the way he repeated Poe's line back to him. Yeah. And like, he was like taking a look at my I, friends. Uh, but like, whenever he said that, I was like, mm. I was like, man, how are you saying this about those guys? <laughs> These like, you assholes. Were, you, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love those guys. I, I love their characters. But like, you rode with Luke Han and Leia, bro. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The I, most momentous moment for a droid. C-3PO, we really got attached to. He's only been in, like, what, three episodes? Yeah. I must be destroyed. God. I did not expect the explosion to be this big. I did not either, but I was like, kind of makes sense. That little little ball (laughs) could do that much damage. I guess more... Of him could be the self-destruct bomb, but also like think about it. Like we see explosions in all of other and uh, all the other Star Wars that are they put like tiny little like beads on the wall yeah. and it blows That's up true. a star destroyer. This is true. True. Well, I don't know. Maybe the vacuum of space kind of does that for him. Like they nah, make a yeah. little explosion and then just ah, space suck. Tie fighter. Those things really move, and I like. I knew they. I knew they really move because they're aircraft. But you never really get a, a good feel for how fast they move, really, mm-hmm. in the uh, original trilogy. You know, dude, I was in a shit movie with scene. them. Yeah, 
Have you all played Squadrons yet? No. I have. I want to play Yo, so flying, bad. Flying those shits is like, you realize how fast those are moving. Yeah. There's to be a that VR version of that. Battlefront 2. That too. I mean, if there's a VR version of that game, oh my. That would be God. sickening. I love Mando how Mando's just pack. saying, fuck it, fuck training, fuck any of that shit. Fuck it, we ball right now. <laughs> I'm that in music it. coming I'm in back. It to win it. Uh, Ooh, the score! The score with the sequence, the Tie hmm. Fighter, the blaster. So, I love this jump right here too. Incredible, dude! It's oh kind of like the uh, Ray and and Kylo Mas- moment. Oh my like, god! It's, you know what? I'm just gonna jump like over. Like I'm gonna jump over him and then I'm gonna destroy him. And that's kind of what he does. That was his play. Was very intriguing to me. <laughs> you know what? You know what's awesome to me is that the culmination of this season, like the battle, was Mando versus Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's badass. <laughs> like this is very um this is very Drax getting thrown out the back of the yes. Milano to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. E- oh no. Fuck. Fuck. Mando fumbling <laughs> the bag. Literally. Bro, got to get this one. Did it. Goodbye. Deuces. <laughs> Moff Gideon's like, fuck. Uh, impressive he survives this wreck. Yeah. It helps that the tide did not explode. That does help. It also helps he's Moff Gideon. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and cannot be killed. And plot. Mando that seems so much easier for him. I know, but it seems so like Iron Man 1 first suit up type thing oh, for, for me. Oh, for sure. When he was landing. Yes. He took off pretty clean. See, this scene right here where they're talking here is exactly why I didn't think we would see much of Grief Karga and Kara Dune in season two. Really? I mean, that makes yeah, sense. Because it's kind of like they're that. like, we're staying on Navarro. You do your thing. It I love how they're like, you stay they don't here. go check for Moff Gideon. They just like, yeah, he's gone. They just trust it. Like, dude. If you never see a body, yeah. it's not dead in the yeah. universe of Star Wars. Palpatine even said that about Yoda. He's like, yo, did y'all find the body here? They were like, no, sir. And he's like, well, then he ain't dead. Mm-hmm. Keep looking. <laughs> if anyone's dropped down a pit, they're not dead. No. Hmm. Yeah, they'll just like miraculously climb out of it just in time to save their mm-hmm. dyad's life. Also, yeah. you know, th- Colton, think about what you said about how you, this like interaction right here made you think that we wouldn't see them. I feel like the fact that Moff Gideon's still alive kind of makes that impossible for them to just be like, yeah, we're just going to stay here and just live our lives. Oh, yeah, that's a good Because he's, that's a he's good not point. accepting that. That's a really good point. They probably do have to dip as soon as Moff Gideon is like, yeah. what's up? Moff Gideon comes back and says, ha fuckers, I'm still alive. And Turns out I'm I got going a to kill every single one of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think uh, Car- that's probably how Cara Dune and Grief Karga come back to Mando? Is being like, like, yo, we have to tell you. Uh, he's still you didn't alive. Finish Moff Gideon off. Yeah, he's coming for you. Or there's oh, going to be a message the shot to Mando telling him to come back. Shoulder. I guess we just assume that Baby Yoda can like handle the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like he's going that high. Yeah, he just flew to a ship. Oh, queen. which it's really funny here. Ah, oh, fuck. That kills me. I like how he he was decorative about it too. He has stopped speaking. 
Mando with the freaking feels all of a sudden at the end of the season. Just all of the emotions that you never thought he was capable of. And sentimentality, man. Like, he he cared about That's such a corny arc, but when done right, like this way, it really makes you, like, I don't know. I love what they did here. You already have this attachment and, like, you know, to use a Colton word, gravitas to how badass Mando is. And now to Mm -hmm. see him have this soft side, it's, like, just that much more relatable. It's like, well, it's the fact that he like he has a soft side, and there's a real reason why that soft side came out. Like, I feel like a lot of times, whenever it's that like arc is used, it's just like, oh, look, he forced. cares about people now for no reason. But yeah, we get why it's oh, because yeah. of that little guy right there. I'll tell you that much. Mm-mm. I remember I when I there. watched this the first time. Just thinking, okay, Gideon's gone, I guess. Like, thinking, <laughs> I guess we get introduced to this big bad. They spend a whole bunch of money and shell out for Giancarlo Esposito. Like, and he's gone in two episodes with hardly no lines dialogue. And I just... Yeah, and then, and then this happens and you're like, well, oh, fuck. wait, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> I should have known. Wait a fucking minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> like... I was mm. kind of pissed off that Baby Yoda didn't, oh, yes. Mando didn't unscrew the ball. Oh, yes, the Jawa. The Yoda. The Jawa. I love that they're already fucking scrapping. Like, <laughs> I just love that they're about to get fucked on by Moff Gideon. <laughs> yeah, they're about this to is, be this is your favorite casualties. scene, isn't it, Kyler? At this point, you're sitting... Oh, the reveal, Right bro. there, I the was reveal. like, oh, my God. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Okay. Like, oh, my God. My question is, is why doesn't he just open the hatch? Because that's what's up on the top side. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> No. Needed the reveal. That makes yeah. way too much sense. Maybe it's, it's like probably locked. It uses like electricity or something. This visual like, of him standing on top of this direct Tie Fighter with the oh my god! He'll, he'll be for this is like an iconic Star Wars villain shot. Like oh, oh yeah. yeah, this legitimized him forever. I kind of want a poster of that. I also feel like they did a really good job with the like the dark saber there. Oh yeah, I feel oh, like they could have they could have fucked that up. Yeah, because that's like a really hard like the black with the white outline. That's I feel like that's a really hard thing for them to do. Like, well, I think like one of them to make look about, good. It looks really good. I think think about how the vibro blade looked earlier in the series. It's like a similar ish looking concept type thing. You know what I mean? At least mm-hmm. in a sense, like that how it's gonna have effects about it and it's gonna look different. That's I fair. think, like, the vibro blade being smaller, it was just a lot harder to execute. So there's times where, like, we were like, we didn't even see it. But with the yeah. dark saber, like, you get that bigger scale and, like, to perfect the VFX for it. Like, I don't know. I mean, you like, run the risk they were, of it. They being, were going to nail it. You run the risk of it being, like, not taken as serious or not as menacing, like, if you fuck it up. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's, like, a really cr- critical hit they have there. God, this concept art is just oh. beautiful. I just, love, you know, credits are usually boring, but these, like, I actually stick around to watch. I love them. Like, I love them. And, like, every, and I like how they kind of tell the story chronologically a little mm-hmm. bit. I also like that they're, like, given, that like, they're not, obviously not actually 3D, but they have, like, depth to them. Oh, yeah. Gosh, the concept art there is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's a great, yep. yeah. For Moth. Man, there was only one thing that pissed me off in this episode, and it was What's that... that? Mando, whenever they were flying away, didn't screw off the metal ball and give it to yes. him. Like, like, come on. Well, like, he did, however, let him keep, keep the, the, the Mandalorian yeah. necklace. But like, which I'm is sure like almost like a greater commitment. You know, he's yeah. like, now you are my son. But like that little oh. ball. Well, yeah, but I feel like he was probably like, you'll get more joy out of chewing on this little Mandalorian necklace uh, than you will be playing with a, yeah, playing with a little ball. 
that necklace that is very sweaty, and I've been wearing it for a long time. Just I haven't taken it off since I swore the creed. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and have that. How's it smell? I mean, I feel I'm going to go with the assumption that the Mandalorian showers. <laughs> I am too. Yeah, I am too. I I, I think he he does bathe. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go take that. Here. You think he washes that necklace? I would assume he no. probably just has it on most of the time, and in bathing, it gets washed. Okay. Kind of okay. like people who like wear a chain like twenty four seven. That's me. That is fair. That's me. I used to, oh, and then was... I broke it. Very sad day. I was taking a hoodie off, and I grabbed the necklace as well uh, as the hood. Oh, goodbye, chain. Adios. I've almost done well, that a couple times, and I'm always afraid I'm going to. Dude, this has been probably the best episode in the entire series, right? Oh, yes. Of all time. Episode eight. In any oh, episode dude. of all? No, probably not. Of I don't any know. TV. <laughs> of of I mean, every it, single It's a live strong, action. strong television show. You know, like, it. I think getting all those Emmy nominations kind of legitimized it mm-hmm. for a lot of people because it's like, you know, of course, people like, like Star Wars fans will like it. But then, like, it got a lot of Emmy knives. Like, like, oh, yeah. like, critically, this is a good show. No, and Everything. I think what I think how important it was was because you have Marvel, Disney, you have just Disney Plus in general. You hear of all these exclusive Disney Plus series that are coming, and nobody expects Marvel or Star Wars or anyone really to take a TV show. Well, the Star Wars is a little different, but Disney Plus up to this point has been old content. So Mandalorian is one of the first, like – yeah. New, yeah. like this is a big chance for them, and I think the gamble they took, like, of making that one first, is like you're having to have people trust that, like, you're gonna be able to execute this the right way, like first try, you know, which a lot of people fail. Yeah. But well, so I think they, also they, that right they absolutely though. nailed it. Yeah, I think also with like the you brought up like the Marvel series that are gonna be exclusive to Disney Plus. I think everyone expected the Marvel series to be good. Because it's Marvel. Well, and, Marvel. and I honestly kind of think opposite. I think Star Wars, at least their TV history is really good. They haven't put well, out hardly any bad television. But Marvel, on the other hand, you've got stuff that just isn't inhuman. You yeah, have inhuman. It just yeah, either but, isn't. It doesn't have any stakes whatsoever and has no importance really. It's just an interesting side story that it will have no effect on the actual main story. So yeah, you almost I, feel like you're getting two different Marvels. So. Yeah, but I think the fact that the, the the new Marvel like TV shows that they're coming out with Dis- on Disney are all like directly tied into like main characters, right? Like, oh, yeah. Lead into the, I think people expecting that these are going to be good. Whereas like with Star Wars, the TV shows like originally the Clone Wars TV show, no one thought it was very good at the beginning because the first season wasn't good. Um, true. Rebels, a lot of people were kind of too childish. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was too childish. Um, what's the other one? You actually watch that though. It's actually resistance. Oh, Re- Rebels it. is phenomenal. Resistance. Uh, resistance. Everyone. I will. I won't watch. Yeah, everyone hated because it's that one fair. actually is too childish. Yes. It, is, it is targeted at children. That one's not. Yes. What about the Star I, Wars? I a lot of, yeah, a lot of Star <laughs> Wars media outside of and even like the newer, like the Disney movies, have been kind of like hit a little bit harder, and so everyone was expecting them to be not as good. Especially like the TV show, everyone was expecting them to be worse. I also want to go back to Resistance for a second. I want to make it clear that I'm not knocking Resistance for not appealing to older people. Like Star Wars should be able to appeal to kids, so I'm glad yeah. they did something like that. Especially in the sequel trilogy era, where kids will actually be growing up with this Star Wars, so that it is pretty cool. Yeah. 
Guys, I'm ready for season two of Mandalorian. I'm too. so fucking excited. There's just so much. Like rewatching this show was honestly probably something I wasn't gonna do. Like I probably wouldn't. We are three. We are three days away. I know. Oh, I was. Yeah. I was. Is yeah. Coming out no. at midnight, or is there a time? Like I, I would assume it'd be like all the other ones because don't didn't they normally come out at like like one one or two o'clock on the day of release, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, something like that. So I think it might be like two o'clock Friday morning. Yeah, no, seven so like, a.m. I'm just, 7 I just, I don't think I would have probably ended up rewatching it beforehand, and so doing this podcast really helped me like mm-hmm. build up. It gave me a chance to kind of build up my like excitement a little more than I probably would have been, which I'm like, me too. And I just, there's so many things you miss in the first time, like first watch of a show. Like, there's just so many things you catch on the second half. And then especially watching with diligent people like you guys, where you guys point out all this stuff that I never would have thought. It's just like, I'm just so, I'm so ready to see the fucking shit they do. Like, the story, I'm so excited for the story. Like, the trailer gave you, the trailer gave you just enough to, like, tide you over, but gave you so much to look forward to. It's just like, oh. And it gave you, like, nothing story-wise. I know. It's like, you have no idea what's happening. No. Uh, for season it. two, it's twelve oh one a.m. Pacific time, so it's two two a.m. Central time. So that's going to be two a.m. on Friday. Yeah, two a.m. Friday Friday. Okay, so if you stay up Thursday night into Friday, two a.m., yes. you're in there. Got it. Which means, you know, I would assume. I'm assuming for myself. I'm assuming for Colton and likely Joseph and likely you as well, Kyler. That we'll all be watching it at two a.m. I can't lie. Oh, yeah. to you. I probably won't be because I'll have a game the next day. Okay, so, so that's a fair excuse. I probably excuse. won't because I'll need that sleep. But you so I guess, I guess you have sleep. priorities. <laughs> placing, placing other things above Star Wars. Like, what are you? But hey, on the bright side, what I might do is after my games that day, I might come home, sit in the hot tub, grab myself a beverage, and then watch the watch the episode, just chilling. So you that know, sounds like a, oh, that sounds like one dandy time. I'm I mean, not hey, even lie to you. you got to live it up, man. You're down. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. Well, this has been the Penny Bloom podcast. We have just finished the season one rewatch. Run it up. Of the Mandalorian. We're doing this season two, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Without question. You are tripping. All right. So we'll be back next week with the season two, episode one breakdown maybe we'll do a commentary i don't know i don't know these episodes as well obviously because they haven't come i think we need to do a watch initially just like all watch separately or whatever oh obviously oh yeah and i I think i think if we do i don't know i think notes would be interesting just to start with all right and i like that because it is going to rewatch it probably is better to do that take it through scene by scene talk about it all the way through Really get into it. All right. Kyle, I'm completely up. Right. Let's do it at 2, 2 a.m. Friday morning. All of it. <laughs> Yo, man, come on. <laughs> I got to be top peak performance. Of course. Well, this has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thanks for joining me, buddy. You're welcome. Anytime. Of course. Of course. Next week, even. Uh, thank you, Miles Butchers. Anytime. Of course. Of course. Next week, even. Uh, <laughs> and then, thank you, Kyler Barnett. Yeah, you know, of course, of course, next week. You know, next, <laughs> next week it is. Of course. Well, this has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.